0: Welcome to the Beyond Trauma Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Mori, and together we will dive into the psychology and hard science behind how trauma affects us mentally, physically, and socio-emotionally. But more importantly, we're going to explore what life can be like once we heal our bodies, minds, and relationships after trauma. So let's get going and see what life could be like beyond trauma. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast today. I hope you're all having a wonderful holiday season. I know that I am. I have been away for about two weeks now, vacationing, going on trips, doing all the fun things. And now I'm back, and I wanted to make a special episode for you guys today who might be a little bit nervous about the holiday, might be heading into some... Circumstances and situations that make you very uncomfortable that are very triggering for you, and so I wanted to make a podcast episode for you today that will be interactive and something that you can refer back to if you need to. Um, and so, with that disclaimer, you will need uh, a pen and paper, or you know, a journal, or whatever it is that you take notes on you'll need something to take notes on for today's episode because I want you to do the work. (laughs) And so if you're driving while you're listening to this or you don't have access to pen and paper at the moment, I would encourage you to pause uh, the podcast right now until you have those things or to come back and listen to the episode again. Either is great with me. So today we're going to talk about boundaries. I know that I have... I've already made an episode about boundaries, but it was more of like a general boundaries episode. Today, we're going to get into the specifics of the types of boundaries that you might need to set while you are interacting with friends and family on holiday. So let's go ahead and talk about why this is important. So what what do your boundaries do? When you set boundaries with somebody, you are teaching them how to treat you. You're letting them know where your bubble is. And you're also building trust with yourself and integrity with yourself to know when you will have your own back. And the more you can have your own back and the more you can trust yourself to know when you need boundaries and that you are capable of setting them, the more energetically aligned you become with the uh, the most authentic version of yourself. And if you're feeling really uncomfortable about setting boundaries, especially with the people who are most important in your life, just know that a lot of times boundaries are are temporary. They are just until you can move into... A different state, a a higher vibr of oh my goodness, I always do this. A higher vibrational state, or until you know that person understands the boundary, and then you don't have to guard the boundary so tightly. Okay. Another thing I want to say is that when we're setting boundaries with people, we're not we're not being mean or rude or overly aggressive about setting the boundary. But we are being firm. And I use this analogy a lot, um, but it's kind of like when you tell a a toddler what they are not allowed to do. I do this all day, every day (laughs) with my three and a half year old. You have to be firm and you have to say, that is just not something that we do. I know you have big feelings about it, and I acknowledge that. And, you know, and it's okay to cry or whatever. It's okay to pout. It's okay to go in your room and throw a tantrum like whatever but this boundary is firm we don't play with knives on the counter or whatever <laughs> so we're just going to be firm about setting our boundaries but we're not going to be savage about it okay and therefore there there shouldn't be too much inner turmoil about setting a boundary because you know we're never going to be the ones in the wrong when we're setting the boundary okay That doesn't mean that you can't be nervous about the other person's reaction because a lot of times when we set boundaries, other people feel some big feelings just like a toddler, right? Sometimes they're going to throw the tantrum. Sometimes they're going to ask why and they're going to cry. Sometimes they're going to make it, they're going to take it really personally and they're going to make it mean that they were a bad mother or that they're, you know, you're always blaming them for your problems, right? And that could be not at all what you're saying, but... Sometimes people have a defense mechanism where they just take things very personally to get a different outcome, right? And it's not always even something that they're aware of, Uh, but a lot of defense mechanisms are subconscious and operating under the surface. Um, So just be aware of that. When you put your foot down and you say, hey, I know I've always played this role with you in our relationship, I've always been the person that you can dump all of your feelings on and vent to. But now I, you know, that, that takes a lot out of me and this Christmas or whatever holiday you're celebrating this time I have to say no. And I have to ask you to not dump all of your feelings on me, you know? So that could be an example of, A boundary you might set and then that person is gonna feel uncomfortable because now they don't have their emotional dumpster and they also sometimes people feel shame because it's like they didn't even realize that they were crossing a boundary and that's another reason why we are direct but we're also kind about setting boundaries a lot of people just don't even realize that they're crossing the boundary or they've crossed it for such a long time that they were like man I thought you were okay with that right And so we just have to be kind about saying, you know, things have changed. I'm taking better care of myself now. I'm really striving towards feeling more comfortable at family gatherings. And therefore, I have to do this, right? And I know that there's some people out there. There's Some some of you listening are saying, that would never work with so-and-so, right? That would never work with my brother. And there are ways of setting boundaries with people who you, it's like you already know that they're not going to respect the boundary. And so with those people, like I have a brother who's like that. <laughs> and with him, I either don't set myself up to have the boundary crossed. So usually that means I don't participate in certain conversations where I will be triggered or where my I'm inviting a boundary to be crossed. I just leave the room. I go to the bathroom. I lock the door. I take some time until that conversation is over. Or I i just don't say anything at all. I'll just sit there and I'll change the subject. Or I just don't react in the moment. Sometimes a boundary is crossed and I know that there's not a lot that I can do about it. But I choose not to react. And I breathe through it because I know that all emotions that I feel are you know, optional to react to. And that I don't I don't have to believe every single feeling that I have. My brother is very triggering to me and I in the past I've always been very reactive. And so I've made it a goal to just let things roll off my shoulders, to not participate in certain conversations that will trigger the crap out of me and to be more peaceful around him. And a lot of times that does mean just like leaving the room. But if I don't have the option, I do the other thing. (laughs) Okay, so I get it. There's some people who you're like, they're just not, they're not going to do it, right? And then you have a choice to make. Do you want to spend the holiday with that person? Do you, you know, what what protective measures are you going to put up that don't involve you flying off the handle or crying yourself to sleep or getting into a screaming match or these other sort of unhealthy things that really take away from your your peace. Um, so let's hop into it. Let's talk about some of the different kinds of boundaries that you might need to set this holiday season. Let's first start with family. Let's start with relationships, okay? You, like for me, it's like I know that when I go to a family outing, whether it be with my, my immediate family or my in-laws, there is a risk that people will make comments about my parenting style. I know that there might be instances where politics are brought up or instances where people might dig into my religious choices or beliefs to... Either see, you know, to check to see if I'm like living worthily within my religion or to um, to see if I'm making wrong choices kind of a thing. I know that there might be people who make comments about my weight, the weight that I have gained, the weight I've lost, whatever it may be. I know that there might be people who might make comments about how we have not had another child or when we plan on having more children. Right, So there's going to be lots of opportunities for people to cross my boundaries (laughs) within these relationships. I would say um, especially around the holidays. I don't know what it is, but people just are like, I'm going rogue and I'm going to ask you all the personal questions that are not any of my business. So the way that I have chosen to set boundaries with the people in my life is i usually have to take note of when i'm triggered okay because if i'm not aware of when i'm being triggered then i'm not aware of when i need to set a boundary so i've actually started a note on my phone called triggers <laughs> and i just i'm i'm tracking patterns i'm tracking moments that are triggering for me i'm getting into thought so this is where you might want to stop and journal is if you already know some things that are going to trigger you, make a note of them now and then explore a little bit. Take some time to think about those triggers and why they might be happening. Like when someone in your family says to you that like you are too kid-centric in your parenting or whatever it might be, what what do you think they're saying about you? Why is it triggering, right? Are they... Is it because you've been told a lot by your siblings and your parents that you were wrong as a kid, that you always had it wrong because you're the youngest or whatever it might be? You know, really get into the nitty-gritty of why you're reacting the way you are. And then you get to decide how you want to set a boundary with that person. And so the way that I usually like to set boundaries is in a very like... I don't like to have like a serious conversation with someone about what my boundary is unless they're like really crossing it all the time and they're just not getting it. I usually like to make jokes and maybe this isn't the most effective way, but this is my style. So if someone were, you know, says to me, why haven't you guys had any more kids? Or like, when are you planning to have more kids? I will make a joke and I'll be like, oh, well, it turns out, you know, my uterus is broken. Yeah, it's just not, it's not producing any more kids. So sorry, sorry to disappoint you with my broken uterus. So maybe that sounds a little passive aggressive, but I I just like to make jokes. It makes people, it kind of like puts people off a little bit. They're like, oh, and then they realize like, oh my gosh, I should not even be asking about this, right? Because people have fertility issues. (laughs) And then usually my jokes are more lighthearted than that one. That actually sounded very passive aggressive. Don't use that example. But um it helps people to know that I'm not I'm not mad at them, but I'm telling them, I'm warning them like this isn't something I really want to talk about, right? And so if they were to continue to pry, then I would like probably take them aside and be like, "Hey bro, we've been trying to have another kid for a long time and it's not happening. I would appreciate it if you stopped asking," right? Um so I like to be a little more lighthearted about setting my boundaries. But then if I have to, I will pull out the big guns. Um, For other people, their style is to just flat out say it. One of my clients who I love is just like, hey, don't do that, (laughs) you know, and they don't make it a big deal. And they're not like overly emotional about their delivery. They're just like, hey, stop doing that. And the other person is like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll stop, you know, so you find your style. You might want to like journal about that, too. Like, how do I want to deliver this boundary Especially, you might want to think about the person who's receiving on the receiving end of the boundary. You could even try to find what would work best for them so that they will respect the boundary. Not that you want to go catering to every single person in your life, but uh, it, 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 it could be something to consider. Okay, so let's move on to those are probably the biggest ones. We always think that like boundary setting is with the people who are around us, right? The relationships that we have with other people. Um, you may also need to set boundaries with a partner during the holidays. Um, especially when you're around their family. Sometimes we revert to back to old patterning when we're around the people who raised us, right? A lot of, our conditioning and a lot of our you know, trauma comes from the people who raised us or who were around us when we were being raised, right? A lot of messaging of like, who you are is not what we want or who you are is not okay came from the people who raised us. And they, that was probably never their intention, but um, probably came from their own coping mechanisms, right? And their survival methods that worked for them. And so when we get back into those environments, our ourselves and our partners might revert back to some old, unhelpful programming. And so it can be really important to have a conversation with your significant others before entering into these environments and tell them, hey, when we get around your parents, sometimes you will take their side in conversations or... You know, it makes me really uncomfortable whenever you tell your parents our personal stuff, you know, when they ask or whatever, it, whatever's happening when you're like, this is just not okay with me. Again, being loving and firm and direct, you can have these hard conversations with your significant other without blowing up, right? Because our reactions to emotions are optional. We can actually choose to just respond to the feedback that is given to us because your partner might not like to hear that, you know, when they're around their parents, they're hurting your feelings all the time. (laughs) Okay. So just expect for the boundary recipient to maybe be a little reactive, maybe be a little bit offended, whatever it might be. And that, um, you get to respond to that, in a way that's loving instead of react to it in a way that is very emotional okay so those are sort of some of the relationship type boundaries that I could think of okay you might have specific ones uh, that are happening within your family dynamics and if you have a specific one that you feel kind of stumped about and you're you've done the journaling on it, and you just can't figure it out, feel free to bring that to me. You can email me, you can go to my website, crystalmorycoaching.com, or you can DM me on uh, Instagram at Beyond Trauma Coaching, and we can chat about it. I totally don't mind helping people out with uh, little questions. Obviously, we're not going to go into a full blown coaching session. I do charge money for those, but I would love to help you with something, you know, a simple question. So, that's a boundary I'm setting. Not a full-blown coaching session, but I would love to answer a question or two. (laughs) All right, so the upcoming topics of boundaries are going to be ones that we are setting with ourselves, okay? So I would invite you, again, to turn to your piece of paper or your journal or whatever you are using for this episode and think about who you want to be during these social holiday gatherings okay do you want to be joyful do you want to just feel like it's so easy to be around your family do you want to feel peaceful like do you want to show up and be the helper do you want to be the the caregiver do you want to be relaxed on the couch not worrying about what's going on with other people do you You know, just just really explore, like, how you want your holiday to go. And I want you to, like, really imagine it happening. And then I want you to make a list of events or objects or people or scenarios or whatever it might be that would keep you from showing up as that person. So let me give you the example from my own life. I would like to be really present During this holiday season. And I realized. A few days ago. That that isn't going to happen. Because of my phone. (laughs) I downloaded Candy Crush. Because I was bored at the airport. And on our most recent travel. And then I've been like totally addicted to Candy Crush. Ever since then. And so yesterday. Last night. I played my goodbye Candy Crush level. And then I deleted it. And while I was at it. I went ahead and deleted TikTok. Uh, Later today, I'll be deleting Facebook, and I'll just have Instagram on my phone as my only social media app, Uh, not including Voxer since I do uh, a lot of my coaching through Voxer, so I will be keeping, obviously, any of the apps that involve taking care of my clients. Uh, But I'm going to be off my phone a lot more, and so I've gone ahead and set timers on Certain apps that I tend to spend a lot of time on. And so basically my goal is to only be checking in on my phone like once or twice a day. Unless, you know, someone is having a crisis and I need to get, walk them through it. Then obviously I'm available. But if I'm not working, I am not looking. Like that's my little mantra. If I'm not working, I'm not looking. So my goal is to be really present and interactive open for having conversations with people to connecting with my family and uh, especially my husband and my child to have more meaningful conversations with them to show them that I am I'm looking at the drawing I'm participating in the game right all the things that are important to a three-year-old and so that's a boundary that I'm setting is with my electronics and I have tried to do this in the past, but I also did not have the the tools that I have now. And so I know that it's going to be very difficult for me. And so my plan is to check in with my why often. And my why for why I'm doing this is for me to feel more love and connection within my family and for them to feel that love and connection from me. So that's totally worth it to me. And um. Yeah, so that's that for me. So the, the, that's an example of like boundaries you may need to set with yourself. Another boundary example that you could set with yourself is talking about your body or other people's bodies during the holiday. So you might make a boundary with yourself to not make any comments about your own clothing or your the way that your clothing fits on your body or to make any comments about that same thing with other people. Um it could be you might need to make boundaries with food whether that is I'm going to have whatever sounds good this holiday and I'm not going to worry about you know how much weight I might be gaining or whatever or it could be I'm going to stick to my eating plan to show myself that I can have integrity with myself around food. Right. Other boundaries, uh, could be with um, alcohol. If you drink alcohol at your family gatherings and determining how much you can have so that you don't make a a fool of yourself in front of family or say something you don't want to say, if you tend to get mean or whatever it may be during the holidays, that is another um boundary you might need to set with yourself. Another one could be with gossip, right? Uh, Setting a boundary with yourself on talking about other people in your family or about family friends or about a black sheep in your family, whatever it may be, you might need to set a boundary with yourself on whether or not you're going to participate in those types of conversations Another boundary that you could set with yourself uh, could be in in caregiving, right? Or how much work you are willing to do for the holidays. Are you being expected to watch all the kids because you're single and you don't have any kids? Like, are you the family designated babysitter and you don't like it? (laughs) You could put your foot down and say, I am available for so much babysitting or I'm not available for this at all, right? And... Your family might respond by calling you selfish or unhelpful or whatever it may be. But um, if that's taking away from your peace and your joy and your ability to um, have a nice holiday, then that's a boundary worth setting. Okay. Um, what's another one? I That's all of the ones I have written down, but I feel like I could think of some more. Because my brain is just so good at coming up with examples all the time. Another one could be, oh yeah, with caregiving. It could be like, you know, are you expected to make tons of food and then serve it to everyone? Are you expected to, you know, go cleaning up after everyone? Because that's the role that you've always played, but it's actually very exhausting to you. So I want you to think about these things. You know, what are the roles that you're commonly playing within your family dynamic? Is it the role you want to be playing? Are you comfortable with that? Or would you like to change it? Okay. Start noting where your triggers are. Why are they happening? What's the story behind the trigger? If you want to not set a boundary and just change the way you're reacting to the trigger, you could do that. But Um, I encourage setting a boundary until you are able to do the deeper work around your triggers and around your stories and around the conditioning that happened within your family. Um, I hope that if you are ready to do the deeper work so that you can have more joy in your life overall, more authenticity around your family like how would it be for you to just show up completely as yourself around your family? Like not playing the role of the good little girl that your parents raised or you know whatever whatever your narrative is or not showing up as like the perfect feeling the pressure to be like a perfect mom or a perfect host if you're hosting the holiday. What if you could just show up as like a hot mess and it was fine? You know? Or what if you could just show up Wearing the whatever clothes that your parents with and your siblings are going to make fun of you for. But you're just like, I got my own back, right? I'm not going to react emotionally to this. I'm going to respond. I'm going to put a boundary down, right? If you're ready to jump into the deeper work of uncovering your authentic self and discovering more joy in your life by peeling away the layers of trauma and conditioning and triggers in your life. Then I encourage you to come work one-on-one with me. Again, you can message me on Instagram if you'd like to set up a free discovery call, consultation call with me. Or you can email me at crystalmory or you can go to my website crystalmorycoaching.com and you can actually just type in like a question into a box and it'll send an email to me. That's a perfect way to communicate with me as well. I am uh starting to put limits on how many people I can take. So if you're feeling called to the work, jump on it now because I'm going to be feeling feeling. I'm going to be filling up here pretty quick. Um I hope that this episode was helpful for you going into the holidays and I'm I'm hoping that you can feel more joy, peace, contentment, authenticity around your people and that you can set an example for for your family on how to set boundaries and how to protect your energy because that's very important. A lot of us are also absorbing other people's energies at these gatherings and thinking that they are our own. And so be careful with who you are indulging in energy with and who you may need to protect your energy from, okay? Okay. Have a wonderful holiday. I will be doing a podcast episode next week as well, but I really want you to start feeling prepared to enter these environments. So I will see you next week and have a great week. Thank you for taking the time to tune into the podcast today. It is my passion and goal to help as many people as possible to create beautiful lives after trauma. I would be so grateful if you could leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts for me and share this episode with someone who needs it. And as always, if you are needing one-on-one support, please visit my website, crystalmoreecoaching.com, and schedule your free consult today.